Oh, hey, before we like really get started. Oh, yes, baby. Uh, always start the pod with our sponsor. Liquid Death, sponsor the pod. Let people know we're about the money first. <laughs> we're a money forward company. Uh, I forget. This sounds very uh, bad of me, but sometimes I just forget how good water is. <laughs> <laughs> when you wake up at like 3 a.m., you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> coughing up stuff. <laughs> Truly. Just, like, my mouth is the dust bowl, and I'm just like. <laughs> it's like, move over Gordon Ramsay. Like, this is bussin' right here. Like, <laughs> finally, some delicious food. Like, rain hitting the Sahara for the first time in a decade. <laughs> Truly. I <laughs> sent you boys a TikTok yesterday, I believe. This TikTok said that they've that this person has come. Uh, let me just go ahead and credit the user, so I'm not like yes, because if there's one thing this podcast is going to be canceled for, it's stolen TikTok. Well, content. you know, he's a small creator, <laughs> uh, Jackson Homan. Uh, thank you, Jackson, for this discussion. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> he said that he has come to the conclusion that everyone's personality can be boiled down into one Muppet and one member of the X Men. And so I have decided to present that question to you two. What is your personality in one Muppet and one uh, one member of the X-Men? Mm. See, I think I really just transcend labels. But <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but if fil- I had the to fil- choose. The film school spoke up. So. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes it comes out of me like a, like a dark creature that I forget <laughs> to walk away. Um, I think if I had to pick... I'd say I'm kind of a mix between Animal and Nightcrawler. Okay. And here's my here's my reason why. Okay. Animal Animal's just a like a party monster. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know he shows up late to every party, but he's the most fun to be around. Uh-huh. He's probably on some questionable drugs, but <laughs> when the cops come to break up the party, you want to follow Animal because he knows the way out. He knows how to get out of there. Right, right. Right. So he's a party boy. But but Nightcrawler. He's a good Christian boy. Mm. He likes to he likes to pray to Jesus. Yeah. And he likes to say his Hail Marys and go to Bible study in the X-Men school. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm kind of like a I'm a bit of like a devil and an angel. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, a, like oh, you know, uh, devil on Saturday, pray to heaven on Sunday kind of guy. So just know? a Baptist. Ah, <laughs> 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 yes. oh, me in high school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Lordy. So um I don't want to, I don't, I'm not, this is not a discussion route. I just truly want to know like who the other Christian X-Men are <laughs> like that, that they're, that Nightcrawler is having Bible study with, uh, Colton, what about you, bud? Um, I think I am a mix between Scooter, um, and, uh, that's Rogue. my favorite X-Men. <laughs> I, love Scooter, Scooter. I love Scooter on X-Men, um, Scooter because he's, he's good at getting some stuff done. Um, he kind of like manages some of the stuff that happens with the Muppet show. Uh, and then rogue, uh, more of on like a, like, uh, not a physical sense, but more of the, like, if you get close to me emotionally, it's just going to be bad for you. Um, Mm, like if mm. you touch her, Mm -hmm. like if you, Colton got real with it. I thought we were just kind of doing jokes. I I thought we were making, like for instance, we're talking to me and you gave me a compliment. Like you touched me with your words. Uh It would not be good for you because then I'm going to just self deviate. And not take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just make you feel weird. And make yeah, and make you feel weird for even offering a compliment to me. Okay. I love your podcast. Did my mom pay you to say this? Like, 
What's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. Please stop talking. Lower your voice. Uh, <laughs> Yo, shut up, dude. Lower? Hey, hey, Jesus is listening. Stop. Jesus is listening. <laughs> so mine, and this might be a little bit out of left field, but hear me out. Well, so, yeah, that's so off brand for us to be out of left field. <laughs> <We're> comparing Muppets. <laughs> yes, yes. But mine is, I believe, a mixture of Fozzie Bear mm. and Jean mm. Grey. Let okay. me explain. Okay. I see. I see Fozzie Bear for sure. Yeah. Well, duh, because he's a comedian. Um, <laughs> I believe that Fozzie Bear and Jean Grey both exist in a place of uh, they are extremely powerful beings, and I also consider myself a powerful being. <laughs> but I do also believe that Fozzie and Jean Grey have a darkness to them that mm. when uh, that mm. when unleashed That's uh, fair. can cause them to become a devastatingly beautiful villain. So yeah. Jean Grey has the Phoenix Force, and Fozzie, being a comedian, I would assume it's just depression. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fozzie Bear is one bad day away from a Joker esque yeah. oh sort of descent. Into I would madness. pay. I would pay money for Fozzie bear to be the main character of joker 2 a muppet's the joker, joker like yeah. <laughs> um, you get what you walk and deserve <laughs> <laughs> um but this is not an x-men muppet crossover podcast but it can be actually uh if we ever decide why to am i here well I don't know why are we here. Uh, just kind of existentially speaking. Sorry, I've watched uh, I've watched Bo Burnham's Inside too long. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you asked. So if you'll join me in the X Men uh, Chapel for a quick Bible study, oh, okay. I will elaborate. Nightcrawler is that you? <laughs> this is start the plot. Uh, plot cast for movie lovers, where uh, we watch the first and last scenes of a movie. And then we try and figure out what happens in between. It's so hard, but you know what? We do it every week, week after week. We do it. Uh, and my name is Brady King. My name's Derek Foltz. My name's Colton Hart. My name's Tyler. And today, what are we doing? We are doing the movie of the millennium, really. Mm, um, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The movie of the millennium. Mm. <laughs> we are doing Ma starring, oh my God, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> I almost forgot her Olivia, name. I, I, Olivia. I almost Olivia said Wilde. Olivia Rodrigo, and I was like, "No, she's not in this movie." <laughs> Starring an actress. So yes, we are we are doing Ma, and um, I have seen this movie. Um, I chose to watch it, but it still felt like I was watching it against my will. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most unhinged movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I yeah. It, it it is a it is a, a a horror thriller movie that is light on the horror and the thriller, but heavy on the camp. It is campy McCamperston. It, like mm. it is, I, I I truly do not have the words in any written human language <laughs> to describe <laughs> Ma properly. Was it? Because here's my thing. Is that like I I love I love actors who branch out against typecast. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. And it saddens me that Octavia Spencer uh did jump out of her typecast and fell uh directly into this steaming <laughs> heap of rotten tomatoes garbage. So mm. I've never seen it. I will say that just in transcribing 
the first and last scenes, uh, it hits the fan really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know at what point in the movie things turn so poorly, but they do. <laughs> it's pr- it's pretty quick. <laughs> Colton, what is your uh, what is your history with this movie? I I've seen the trailer before, um, but in my experience, it looks like. It looks like a mom just wanted to be a part of something, and the teenagers were like, no, so she kills them. <laughs> That's like every QAnon Facebook group. <laughs> I Yeah, I do, I do want to know the statistics of the, like, mom playing Hey Mister to QAnon pipeline. Right. Probably not, um, probably not far. <laughs> no. But uh, yes, so this movie is uh, a a wild roller coaster of a ride, and we have decided to take it on and uh, attempt to make it just a little better. Uh, it's it, it's already mm-hmm. kind of untouchably perfect at this point, <laughs> but right. I think that we're gonna go ahead and give it our our uh, the best our good college try. We are gonna touch it, right? Sprinkle some stir the plot dust on it, just a little bit of extra seasoning. Yeah, cherry on top. yeah, <laughs> our extra seasoning. Yeah, which we will be selling in our merch store. Um, it's actually just it's just salt. Yeah, it, it's it's salt with ketchup in it. <laughs> it's salt, but we're three white guys, so that's a big deal for us. <laughs> that's the it's spice salt, level I can handle. Yeah, it's it's salt with one uh, slice of bell pepper in it. Whoa, okay, hold on, hold on there. I like to, I too like to live dangerously. Um, I, I like to live moss. Yeah, live moss. Well, moss. Well, fellow adventurers, <laughs> the way this podcast works is uh, we we aren't legally allowed to play movie audio on this podcast. So what we do instead, Mm. we transcribe the scene into screenplay format, and then we reenact the scenes as professional actors ourselves. Uh, Colton is going to be narrating for us, and Derek and I are going to play a couple different characters, and it's going to be a blast. You're going to have a good time. And you know what? If you don't, then there's the door, you jerk. (laughs) Just go ahead and get out of here. There's the door! (laughs) Colton? How do you feel today? I feel good. I feel good. I'm ready for this opening scene. Why don't you go ahead and do me a favor real quick? Could you do me that? Okay. And just take it mm-hmm. away. Hey, Col- right. hey, Colton, I know you said you're feeling good yeah. and that you can do the opening scene, but I, I, I want you to like do the opening scene now. You know what? I actually, I am finicky like this as an actor. I don't feel like it anymore. Hey, Colton, I know that you're like, trying to be, I'm, I know that you're trying to make a joke here. Haha, <laughs> hilarious. We're all laughing. Could you just go ahead? Could you just do the scene like, really fast? <laughs> okay, 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 fine. Oh my fine, God, are fine, we fighting? Fine. Are we literally fighting on the podcast <laughs> right now? Mom fighting? and dad, stop. Are we fight- oh my God, are we fighting? This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> we open on an upbeat travel montage as Maggie and her mother make their way across the country in a small black Volvo. They pass forests, fields, and a dozen small towns before finally reaching the outskirts of a small Ohio neighborhood. They unpack the U-Haul full of their belongings before finally collapsing into bed. We cut to the next morning, where Maggie and her mother get ready for the day in a sparsely decorated bathroom. Honey, quit picking at it. Are you nervous or what? A little. It's a pretty big school. Well, first days are always a little goofy, but we'll be fine. We are modern babes in a modern world. Oh my god, how am I related to you? We cut to the interior of Maggie's new school, where she looks more than a little lost. Students watch her curiously as they brush past, hurrying to class. Eventually, she makes her way down an empty hallway, where she notices another student, Jeannie, 
stuck at the end of the ramp in a motorized wheelchair. Hey, do you need some help? Yeah, maybe. It didn't charge right last night, so it's low on juice. Maggie takes the handles and begins to push her gently up the ramp. So which way are you headed? Uh, all I needed was a push. That, that should be enough. Oh, yeah. The wheelchair starts back up again. Uh, thanks for being so nice. You're a lifesaver. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you too. The two part ways as Maggie winces at the realization of what she just said. You too? Really? Ugh, so relatable. Uh, I do that. Uh, I do that. <laughs> I, I do that. I, <laughs> I figured out a trope I hate in movies just now. When the new kid shows up to school and everyone stares and looks at them. If I was in high school and there was a new kid, there's no way. And if I was walking in the hallway, I would ever be like, uh, you don't go here, especially in a big school. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was about to say, she's also said it's a big school. So it's not like students are just like, like wild coyotes waiting in the hallway. <laughs> this is probably like very bad of me. But like when there was a new kid in, in high school, I truly was like, you don't exist to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't spend hours prowling the hallways looking for uh, for for fresh meat to devour. <laughs> Absolutely not. To I actually was to like push their head in the toilet and take their yeah. milk money. I was like, pl- I was like, please, like, let's talk later when you've established yourself and like I know a little bit about your personality. I don't want to get to know you right now because you're in a very sensitive spot in your life. You could turn out to be a bad person, and I don't want that. That's, yeah. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and trust me, I'm not the person you want to talk to in that scenario. No, because I will make it worse. <laughs> All right, so Maggie, uh, she's a bit of a klutz. She's the new girl on the block. Yeah, and so here's the thing. I think that Jeannie is... Uh, Je- no, I'm kidding. Well... Oh, uh, no, he raised his eyebrows. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, what I was going to say was, what if we are in the situation where uh, Maggie helps this this girl genie and now genie is in like a life debt to her <laughs> mm. <laughs> she pushed her motorized it was a test it was yeah, to no, find no, no. one it's... worthy enough be to to be worthy of her uh her allegiance right so i've been it's... going to this school for a millennium and no one has ever <laughs> helped me been push sitting up. at the end of this ramp for a thousand years and not one student <laughs> none a... of these students have ever tried to push me up right yeah that sounds that's pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like high schoolers um yeah no, no no i i think that she is this sort of um this is so uh on brand for sort of the plot. She is this uh, sort of eternal being that has existed in, in this school. Or is she a ghost? Oh, Ooh. like a ghost it, that can grant wishes. Uh, well, you'll that's, notice. That's just a genie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. What if she's like, what if we have like a, a sixth sense going on where like, and she's just been like doing this thing until someone actually shows her like some sort of kindness. Or, yeah. or what if this is like a sort of, you remember in Wonder Woman 1984? I'm really trying not to. I, have, I still haven't watched it. I watched the first scene and I couldn't handle the oversaturation oh. of the grass. And so I was like, <laughs> that on my Wi-Fi was bad. But <laughs> That's probably what it was. Your Wi-Fi was just bad and it was oversaturating everything. Um, so, uh, spoiler alert. One of the villains, Maxwell Lord, uh, literally uh, becomes a dream stone. 
or like a wish stone and oh. you can uh you can make a wish through him and it'll come true but at a cost and so what is you know what that doesn't make me want to watch 1984 anymore no i'd actually wish to never to that movie like was never <laughs> that that movie was never made That's, um yep. so what if genie is this sort of like being that like maggie helps her and yeah. she's like I can grant you any wish you want, but what she it like a well, it's literally like a genie. Like, well, she never says her name. You'll notice she like never really introduces herself. Right, right. So, so we don't know. Maggie we don't know doesn't that she, know that she's a genie. Whoever right. wrote the screenplay, who whatever idiot wrote the screenplay, just decided to <laughs> name her that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what. So that's what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a test, and uh, genie has never had someone basically fall for her trap. Yeah, exactly. And so now she's like, well, I can grant you any wish you want. That's like the next scene. And because, you know, it cuts off at a certain point because we have to cut it off because of the because of the parameters of our own podcast. Do we almost feel like this is like a like a modern retelling of Aladdin where she decides to be the most popular girl at the school, like wish herself to be the most popular. Yeah, girl at school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm tired of being the new kid and I want to be the most popular girl in all the land. And all the and land. Popular. At, at, you're gonna be popular. popular. So what, what we know about uh, real life genie lore mm-hmm. is that of while course. genies can cast wish or can grant wishes, they always you have to be very specific with a genie. Unless right. it's uh, I le- and then I learned that from fairly odd parents. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything I learned from Nickelodeon, it's, it's uh, that when you make a wish with a genie, you have to be very specific or it's up to their interpretation of what you mean by I it. wish I had a lot of money. <laughs> wish granted. It's all in Bitcoin. <laughs> you may have one Dogecoin just for you. <laughs> you have half a stock in GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. Diamond hands forever. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think she's gonna make a. She's uh. Genie is going to reveal herself to be like, hey, thank you so much for helping me. I am actually now going to tell you something that's very important. I am a real genie. And I am here to cast right. you, to cast you, and I am here to grant you three wishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells her the rules: you can't grant for more wishes, you can't bring someone back from the dead. Blah blah. blah of course. Blah. And then there's like a big musical number that happens in. Like, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman's bathroom, blah. and maybe instead of a monkey, it's like a. Uh, I don't know what lives in Ohio. Mormon. It's a little Mormon that runs no, that's around. U- that's Utah. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, Ohio is full of uh, old, like, scene kid bands. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So there's like, like a little. Like, what is up, Dayton, Ohio? <laughs> we are Genie. It does make sense, though, because there's nothing else to do in Ohio except be sad. So Right. Mm. Yeah. No, and as the band Hawthorne Heights did say one time, Ohio is for lovers. Mm. And uh, in that song, they and fam- <laughs> that song, they famously do say, so cut my wrists and black my eyes. Right, because I can't fall asleep tonight and die. If tonight, <laughs> uh, after the big emo musical number, uh, she <laughs> grants her 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 first wish. What do we think that first wish is? I haven't slept since you left for me. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with wishes. It's just silhouettes yeah. on the ceiling. Check yes, Juliet. Are you with me? 
I got your picture. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we are the wrong crowd to be going through emo. Like, no, we no, can no, be honest yeah. all night. No, we can't do that. Um, I think her first wish is to be really good at school. Mm. Okay, she's going straight for the brains. Gotcha. Right, because she wants to establish herself as a threat. <laughs> yes, and we all know that. We know you do that by being good at math. Right. It's she's like, coming in at junior year, coming for valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> she she becomes good at math, which um, immediately in the high school realm makes her an apex predator. Right, <laughs> as we as we yeah. all know. Um, and so she makes that wish, and then her second wish. What if she wants to be the most? Oh, I'm sorry, Colton. I interrupted you. No, no. I was going to say, like, what if she wants to date the most popular boy that you are? Mm. Well, I yeah, I was going to go straight to her second wish is uh, she wants to be the most popular girl in school. The boy will come with it. I was about to say, a boy's attached. We all know right, that right, he'll, right. he'll be right there. Right. Yeah. He's and the star racquetball player, and he's <laughs> wavy locks. A mysterious he, air about him. So a, this is a white. This is a white school. Oh, predominantly. Yep. Oh, uh, predominantly. Like you look at the, you look at the senior graduating class and you get snow blindness. <laughs> uh, you have to put sunglasses on just to flip through the yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a good jumping off point. I yeah. really do. Derek, yeah. what, do, what do we do from here? I don't remember. I think we go ahead and call it a day. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Oh, the second scene. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Colton, do you have a do you have a second scene for me anywhere? I do. Just... I do. It's right here under the third one or under the second one. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This girl has legs. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have to address that at some point. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, right. she's a genie. So, yeah, she was just That's her third wish. Her third it? wish. Her <laughs> third wish was I wish you had legs. <laughs> walk. Oh, no. I wish your wheelchair wasn't out of juice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish your wheelchair would charge correctly at night. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon Musk appears and gives her a brand new Tesla branded wheelchair. <laughs> Tesla wheelchair. It has oh, an iPad. Man. It has an iPad screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready? Yeah, let's do this. We see a dim basement erupting into flames, where Maggie and several other teenagers are held captive with chains around their necks. <laughs> Genie, <laughs> unhinge. Genie bursts into the room, sprinting over to Maggie as she unfastens the metal collar attached to the ceiling, one by one. They free the others trapped in the basement. They begin banging on the basement door. Help! I need somebody! <laughs> Before anyone can react, a woman, Sue Ann, appears from behind and grabs Jeannie. Shut up! Maggie's mother appears at the door, unlocking it and letting the teenagers out of the room. She grabs Maggie and tries to pull her out. But Jeannie's cry stops her. Help me! Jeannie! Sue Ann tightens her grip on Jeannie. She's not going to help you. She's weak, just like her mother. You tell her. Tell her how weak you were. I'm sorry, okay, Sue Ann? What happened to you should never have happened. I should have stopped it. But you didn't. You didn't. I'm sorry. Please, Sue Ann. You didn't deserve it. Time to go to sleep, Jeannie. Time to go to sleep. Before Sue Ann can react, Maggie grabs a knife from the floor and plunges it into Sue Ann's back. She releases Jeannie, who sprints toward the door. I'm not weak, and I'm not my mother. Maggie, come on. An explosion rips through the cellar, flooring Sue Ann. Maggie drops the knife and sprints out the door. Jeannie! As Maggie and the rest of the group catch their breath outside, 
Suan makes her way to a nearby window. She peels back the curtain and glares at Maggie. Maggie glares back as the entire house begins to catch fire. Inside, Suan makes her way calmly up the stairs and into the bedroom, where a naked man lies dead in a pool of blood. She smiles at him, <laughs> caressing his face and kissing his cheek. She climbs into bed next to him and closes her eyes as the flames close in around her. <laughs> Fade to black. Brady, if you don't get your fan fiction out of the Google Drive. Yeah, sorry, guys, that's not actually how the movie ends. <laughs> that's the Brady King fanfic. I told you this movie is <laughs> fuck wild. Something, something that I think is interesting with horror movies, specifically horror movies that we've done. Is that like the ending is like so wild and crazy? Like our last scene, like usually movies are like they'll, they'll have the big climactic moment and then like the resolution. Yeah, and I feel like with horror movies, it's just like, and we're done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and scene, and she was a ghost the whole time. It's, scene. It, it, it's like a, it's truly like a high schooler doing improv where it's like it's all build up, all build up, all build up, and then, <laughs> then it just we're ends. Done. There is a there is a scene in the movie where uh, that explosion just emerges in true Michael Bay fashion from truly nowhere. There is nothing flammable in that basement. Oh, yeah. The sofa just explodes. This this movie uh, makes... The things that happen in this movie, no sense. It's just no truly sense. no sense. Um, so let's so, bring some order. Let's bring some order to this movie. Here's what I'm thinking. Sue Ann, mm. she still has one wish left from Jeannie. But Jeannie has been going behind her back and like trying to get other people to like be her her uh, her keeper of the lamp or whatever. Oh, you know what so I mean? You think maybe like Sue Ann's been mean? She's been like yeah. holding Jeannie captive. She's found like one of those Jeannie loopholes, you know? Right? Because I mean, you know, like she has a naked dead man in her in her bedroom. <laughs> And Gina was like, um, girl, I want no um, part of this. I'm, um, I'm sorry. I didn't Your wish has been denied. <laughs> Your wish has been denied. So I'm thinking that like Jeannie is getting in good with Maggie in hopes that Maggie will use her third wish to free Jeannie. Right. Mm. So that she can and, escape the clutches of Sue Ann, who's holding right, her captive. Right. Right. But in Maggie wishing for uh, making her second wish to be the most popular girl in school. Obviously there's some like stipulations that come along with it. And Maggie gets in a lot of trouble. Mm, and gotcha. In order starts, to keep her image up, she's got to start uh, really working that popular girl. Right. Image. Right. And one of those things is that she bullies Jeannie. Mm, gotcha. Ooh. She she starts to bite the hand that feeds her wishes. Right. Gotcha. Mm. Right. Because Jeannie Jeannie is still like like walking around the school in the form of this like teenager. Well, rolling, rolling around. The, <laughs> she's <laughs> rolling around the the building as like a teenager, and so like all the other kids are making fun of her. And like when she doesn't get her way with Jeannie, she encourages all the other kids to point fingers and laugh <clears throat> and like put her underwear up on the flagpole and, you know, all kinds of other uh, fun teen pranks. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Listen, this is an interactive moment. Let's see oh. if you can find out which one of us was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you'd put ketchup packets under the toilet seats and you'd fill each other's lockers with cream cheese. And <laughs> cream cheese? 
You think we're just all walking around high school with Philadelphia cream cheese in our backpack just waiting to put it in? One, we don't have lockers. <laughs> According to this movie, you're all just stalking the halls, waiting to like weed out the week, like some sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland. Separate waste the land. wheat from the chaff. <laughs> yes. My my girlfriend was homeschooled, and there's there are points where oh. I literally... Okay, look, it's a funny bit. There's literally points where I'll say something that happened in public school, and she'll be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that, that did you didn't have that. <laughs> Brady, you never, your parents never uh, put your underwear on a flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we had some of the same pranks. Like uh, my parents used to make me cover myself in peanut butter and feathers. <laughs> they run around the house <laughs> saying, I'm a, I'm a stinky little chicken man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, did y'all... Did y'all not do that in public school? <laughs> I think you should make a phone call after we're done recording. <laughs> y'all didn't. You did okay. I said cluck for us, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. Anyway, the air conditioning. The air conditioning is not on in my RV right now. <laughs> and it is so hot. Um, um, wow. Yeah. So uh, they tar and feather jeans. <laughs> Yeah, as you often do in public school. Anyway, no. So they they, yeah, they put her. They 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 drew and quartered the bad children. <laughs> yeah, this godless wasteland known as public school. <laughs> known as public school. I also like that she was locked away. Like that Sue Ann locked her away in a place that she thought was going to be like forever. Where which was someone has to be nice to you in a high school. Right. And she was like, yeah, this will be. <laughs> <laughs> this she'll be here never, a while never <laughs> gonna happen never gonna happen <laughs> nobody will ever find her well the children are so unkind and untoward right. for strangers so oh for sure so is sue ann another another student at the school is that what we're thinking no no i think sue ann's just a full a full adult she's just she's just a crazy person with a dead man yeah no for sure okay which we are gonna yeah. have to address at some point maybe maybe, maybe it's it, the principal <laughs> So, well, what if it is the principal, though? What if like uh, what if she's always had a crush from afar on the student? Nope, on the principal, <laughs> on the principal. Let me clarify. Suan's an adult. Suan's an adult. Yes, yeah, Suan's an adult and has had a crush on the principal from afar. Oh, and she didn't okay, know. Okay, okay, okay. She didn't know what to do with those emotions. So she made Jeannie make the principal fall in love with her. Um, and right, she, she, just, she broke. She broke one of the Jeannie rules. Right. Mm. And she loved him so much. That she killed him. Uh, or no, no, no. And because of that, what if Jeannie, like, it, to spite her, kills the very, since she broke a Jeannie rule, kills him, like, in bed. Or not in bed. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, nope. I'm dead talking. <laughs> so, okay. I think, I think I have a good way to tie this all together. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Sue Ann breaks one of the Jeannie rules. And she makes Jeannie ma- make the principal fall in love with her. Right. As we have already established, Jeannie wishes, if you're not specific, come with a price. Mm. What if just all of a sudden one day the principal dies? It, like he's so he is so uh, in, enraptured with Sue Ann that his heart can't take it. And he has, <laughs> he has a heart, heart attack palpitations and he dies and, and he dies. No, this is not during the honkety ponkety. This is <laughs> this is this is not during love making. This is during just normal business hours. <laughs> what if it like like it consumes him? Like he at work, he's literally just like 
writing her name like over and over again, like, like a te- like a, literally a teenage girl and a right. yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah and like it's just rom-com. like it becomes obsessive and right and he he goes to her he goes to Sue Ann's house and he is about to propose to Sue Ann mm. and he he gets so anxious and flustered that he dies mm. Sue Ann we've all been there <laughs> who among us <laughs> Brady didn't you die when you proposed to Hope. <laughs> Yes, I'm uh, sitting here in an electric genie wheelchair, uh, bring, <laughs> bringing to you live this podcast. I'm a ghost. Right, right. Uh, we'll never discuss that again. That's just it's something that's actually existed, and um, <laughs> it, that's a part of Stir the Plot lore now. I wish somebody dead. would bottle me in a lamp and stone me away in a cave forever. <laughs> so, Sue Ann knows that Jeannie did this, and... <gasps> what if she wishes... That genie was trapped in a public high school for the rest of her life. Like oh, she wishes yeah. her, like wishes her, like constrains okay. her to the high school, like as a wandering yeah. spirit. Yeah, and then the only way that she that she'll ever be free is if someone shows her kindness. Right, which we, we know, of course, teenagers are not want to do. So right, and so Maggie shows her kindness. Uh, genie is free, or you know, quote unquote, free from that right. curse, and then. Maggie gets a little too big for her britches and starts bullying Jeannie in, in, to, you know, in order to fulfill her hot girl persona. Right. Mm. Um, and Jeannie goes back to Sue Ann mm-hmm. because she's been betrayed. Right. And Sue Ann says, yeah, the, the life of a free being isn't as good as you thought it was. And she's like, you're right. And so she goes back to Sue Ann and Sue Ann is about to make her break the ultimate Jeannie rule, which is, um, bring a dead person back to life uh, and the only and the only way that genie can do that is if she sacrifices teenagers <laughs> in demand of blood you know, sacrifice. Li- lives for a life right and exactly. so maggie is one of those lives and she she gets kidnapped and brought to sue ann's house mm. and uh, suddenly genie they, has a change of heart she sees her right maggie's hang- like Maggie's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, and because she realizes the only person who's been there all along was Jeannie. That, right. That despite the popularity, it didn't matter. The only true friend she had was in mm. Jeannie. It was Jeannie That's the whole right. time, and it took her being nearly hung from the ceiling for her to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sue Ann and Maggie's mom went to high school together. Oh yeah, and they got beef. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got they beef. got beef. That's just that's just they got something. They, just got, they got beef. Right. Um, so she wishes that Jeannie was free, Mm. like truly free. Yes. And now that that's happened, she can do whatever she wants, but you know, uh, and they're all, all the teenagers are trying to escape, including Maggie. Jeannie's trying to help them, but in order to keep them all there, Sue Ann has like set the basement on fire. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like if you know if I can't have my lover, then no one can have any of you. Um, <laughs> then, then you can't have yourself, <laughs> right? And so she tries to get Jeannie to stay with her because she's like, oh, like look at how Maggie treated you. She's just gonna do the same thing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, when she's saying then, go to sleep, she's like stuffing her in a lamp. Like she's, yeah, she's yeah. like a little little lamp. Yeah, like, go she wants go to sleep. She's like trying to like get her back into captivity. Right. And then. Uh, that does not happen, and Sue Ann burns up in her house with the dead principal. <laughs> <laughs> Tale as old as time. 
that's that's the hero's journey right there. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Yep, just like Save the Cat taught me. <laughs> this is this this is truly the denouement. Yep. Uh, well, um, I, I like that plot. That was fun. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a little. It was it's fun. It was fun. It was a little silly, a little um, goofy, but yeah, I think we found it. What's this movie about? So, What's the actual? So let me let me try yeah, to con- let me try to concisely describe this without getting lost in the sauce. It's a lot of sauce mm. here. <laughs> yeah. So Maggie moves with her mom to this new town. Uh, I think it's the town that Maggie's mom grew up in. She Maggie gets in with you know this group of friends that want to go out drinking one day, and they're out. They're at a gas station and they're playing Hey Mister, and Octavia Spencer walks up as Sue Ann and uh, buys them alcohol and forms a relationship with these teenagers and uh, is you know buying them alcohol is like offering their basement or her basement for them to like party in. At one point, I think she's even like supplying them drugs, like um, all while stalking these kids' parents, kind of it, trying to enact revenge on these kids' parents for something that happened while Sue Ann was in high school by mm. uh, hurting their children. <laughs> nice. It turns out that uh, Jeannie, the girl from the first scene, is Sue Ann's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> this movie is insane. Yeah. It is insane. Sane. Oh, Mrs. Uh, so, Spencer, what were you thinking? I, I d- apparently there's a sequel in production, like that's oh, about to no. be made. So I'll be there opening night. Now that you know, like <laughs> the, now that theaters are like truly back in business. Um. So yeah, that is essentially, in the best way that I can describe it, the plot of Ma. I can anyone <sighs> really really sum up the plot of Ma? It sounds I mean, like the answer to that is no. No, and I, I think that I like our movie a little bit better, uh, just because <laughs> of the, like the fantastical element of it. Of course, <laughs> um, you know, as we are as we are want to do on this podcast is make any normal situation. We cannot make a normal movie. Mm-mm. We like, I I want us to stretch ourselves at least once in the next year i gun to our head if somebody was like you need to write a serious scene right now i'd be like oh she's a a a demon she's got demons in her brain (laughs) she's got 19 arms (laughs) (laughs) we did the the palm spring one was probably been our most normal one and even that oh yeah yeah even even that was was, like stupid (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's it and um i think we did a good job we did do a good job Look at that. I, 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 you can tell that I don't like complimenting myself because I'm like, I think. Hey, hey, you know what, Derek? You did a good job. I'm Stop. Proud of you. Uh, I'm gonna cry. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> That's my boy. Look at my boy. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, I every week it happens every week. I forget what we're supposed to do next. Um, you really need to go to a doctor for this. Like I, I we think should write down. Some... We should write stuff down. Wait. Yeah, oh, I... I get it. I know what we're supposed to do. Colton, you have a thing right now. Yeah, one of my silly dumbs. <laughs> yeah, you're. Si- you have a si- you have a silly dumb. You have a silly what dumb. What is the name of that? <laughs> what is that? What is that silly dumb? Um, it is shaken, not stirred. Woo! <laughs> Welcome 
to Shaken Not Stirred, the part of the podcast where we take a random popular movie or TV show and we pair it up against a random movie genre um, and to where we get something crazy and uh, we make a whole new movie or TV show out of it. So crazy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so, so loony, wild. Even. It's random. But <laughs> it is computer-generated <laughs> randomness. Um, we have... Oh, we did the good doctor already, didn't we? No, no, man. It feels like because I'm the one that made it. It feels like we have done it. No, no we 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 have not done that. I can gar- okay. I can almost guarantee okay. we've never done good that. Good doctor. The good doctor is a cop drama. Oh, oh. the good doctor. So, um, y- you guys have all seen NCIS, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You know the character Ducky. <laughs> Doctor yeah. Doctor Mallard. <laughs> <laughs> what if this is about like a a for, like a a forensic uh like a what are they called what is what is he called a forensic scientist yeah so the good the good doctor as a cop drama centers around this forensic scientist who is new to the police station mm. and is trying Fresh to meat. fit in and and helps a police officer in a wheelchair and she says <laughs> i'm a genie i'll grant you three wishes dr mallard Doctor, and he says no it's, Make it's, me it's less not actually old. it's not actually ducky doctor doctor turducken um and he's trying to he's trying to fit into the to the station. Oh, wait, what if it's what if it's cuz he's old and everybody yeah. at the everybody at the station's young. So he doesn't fit in with these this new science. This new fangled forensic science Gen that they're Z doing at the station. Gen Z he's science. Like, you hate it. Who is young thug? Yeah, exactly. And they you know who they like Who is the baby? <laughs> back in my back in my day, the baby was what my sister had. <laughs> <laughs> out of wedlock. <laughs> out of wedlock. <laughs> Before she died of the Spanish flu. <laughs> so I think yeah, I think we can go ahead and end it there because I think that's a I think <laughs> that's a, a good little, sh- Yeah. That's a fu- that's a fun little cop drama. <laughs> I'm remembering some of these that I put on there. <laughs> Just say it. Radio Rebel. <laughs> oh my god. Radio Rebel as I hate you. I hate this podcast. Radio Rebel as a fantasy movie. <laughs> okay. What if it's like No, I feel like it's too on the nose of the actual movie. Yeah, just do it. Go for I it. I was gonna say, what if it's like a futuristic world where like the radio is so like heavily like um restricted like only right. certain people are allowed to like talk on the radio and it's like what the government oh. has already approved but this <laughs> yeah. this girl gets her hands on an old like uh hey hey man that's that's just npr <laughs> <laughs> but she gets her hand on like an old radio and she yeah, starts like a show TV. called the radio rebels and she uh it's like her it's like a late night sort of Give the middle finger to the big man show. Mm. It's like a late night Jimmy Fallon. It's like a late night Jimmy Fallon, but like funny. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is funny. (laughs) Have you ever watched Box of Lies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she she incites rebellion. That's her thing. 
the, the government is using dark magic through the radio <laughs> to placate the, the masses. And she's combating it with magic of her own. With and then, the magic of her voice. Just like us, combating the, ma- combating <laughs> the evils of the world with the magic of our voice. The evils of the, the, evils of the podcasting industry with our <laughs> own podcast. We're fighting uh-huh. fire with fire. Just our fire is a little bit not as destructive. <laughs> right. It could almost be like a like like Death Note where nobody really knows who she is, you know? And so She's the Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just the radio rebel. She's like this yeah. anonymous sort of person, but we know. We know who she right. is. This is less fantasy and more kind of like dystopian drama. Yeah. Uh, which oh, I, oh, sorry, sorry. She's an elf. She's okay. An elf. Oh, okay. And right. oh, yeah, and yeah. that well, no, we can't have D- we can't have D and D races. Remember? Sorry, she's a Glarbok, and <laughs> from my home. Glarboks, as we as we know, because we just created these creatures right here and now, have pointy ears and are about seven yeah. feet tall. And well, I did I did hear a ru- I did hear a rumor that Glarbok was going to be in the next uh, was going to be in sixth edition D and D. Gotcha. And Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> I am Glarbok. <laughs> What a, what a fun what a fun little crossover. I can't wait for Radio <laughs> Rebel to be in 5th edition. <laughs> All right, let's get another one, right. Colton. Get yeah, give us one more. Uh, uh Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh. And I said what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? That's about all we can sing of this song. Um, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's as a Western movie. Oh, oh, that okay. okay. Breakfast at Tiffany's already kind of sounds like a Western, a Western vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's about a group of outlaws who meet for brunch at Tiffany's <laughs> every day, and it's just kind of their little guy time. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's like? What if it's like a gentleman style, like the gentleman style movie? But like instead of like they're just talking about their different like escapades while they're having while they're like oh, while they're having cowboy brunch yeah, yeah. While, they're <laughs> they're while they're eating <laughs> while they're eating beans out of a can <laughs> they're sarsaparilla mimosas yeah they're sarsaparilla <laughs> sarsaparilla yeah and then, okay gotcha so they're like going around the table it could almost be like hateful eight where they're like going around the table and they're yeah, telling their stories yeah. of, of old yeah and they're like. I robbed this train, and then you, the other cowboys like my mom was on that train. Yeah, and yeah they and all inter, they all like intersect. Yeah, and then the third cowboy's like, I was in the room with your mom on the train, <laughs> oh. and then yeah, it, I like that. I actually kind of like actually do like that a lot. Yeah, because like all these cowboys, they've all had so much beef, so they finally decide to put it to rest. They're gonna meet at the <laughs> Tiffany's Saloon over brunch, yeah. over breakfast, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna settle their beef right here and now. Yeah. And then they all die at the end. Channing Tatum's there for some reason. Of, of dysentery. Yes. They yes. just keel over from dysentery. Yeah. yeah. The end. Wow, Colton, you you really did it this time. You re- you really you really just knocked it out. You done did it. It's out of the park. Yeah. Wow, look at what you look at what you did, Colton. <laughs> look, 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 at the, look at the me- look at the mess you've made. <laughs> <laughs> Colton, no, take a good look. Look at what you've done. Please, look no. at this. I, look I, I what wanna, you made me do. I don't want to look, look at my child. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we've reached the end of the podcast. Go ahead and flex. Why don't okay, you? Okay, cool. <laughs>
<laughs> Ooh. That was me flexing. Um, it's all that liquid. So death. this is the se- this is the section of the podcast where we talk about things that we've watched the, uh, these past couple of weeks that we want to tell you about because we think it's worth your time. I have one very quick one, and then one that Colton has already kind of alluded to. The first thing that I I wanted to bring up uh, is Cruella. Mm. I went and watched Cruella. We can see, and I. L- I, I, <laughs> I do famously have blonde hair right now. Um, <laughs> I I liked it a lot. I thought it was it, it's 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 not perfect. It's really not like and there is one stupid part in it that everyone on the internet is making fun of because everyone does not know how to have fun anymore. And it's just it's just dumb stupid fun. Emma Stone is really good in it. Um, it's just. It's really good. I watch Cruella. Don't pay thirty dollars for it though. Go watch it in a theater if you feel comfortable. Amen. Um, like thirty dollars. Like this Disney premiere access. Like Disney Plus premiere access for thirty dollars is absolutely ridiculous. They know it's ridiculous. Like, um, I can't. If it was thirty dollars, like I'm watch. I better be watching that movie like five times. And like, oh yeah. Yeah, this better be my this better be my favorite movie. I could buy Skyrim again for the fifth time on Switch, just like Todd Howard intended. I can buy I can buy Skyrim for my Apple Watch. <laughs> Skyrim now available on your Samsung smart fridge. And uh, the big thing I did want to bring up is famous depressed comedian Bo Burnham. Oh man, uh, has released yep. his uh, his latest special in uh, what is it five years five years yeah yeah uh and it was completely made by him directed edited written uh filmed by him i this i i as we all know i am prone to hyperbole um i i think i have i think i have to make that announcement every time we do this uh this special meant so much to me yeah. Um, I, guys, why is Bo Burnham so talented? Please tell it's, him to stop. It's honestly like ridiculous. Like, I will, I will it's, say the amount of money that I saw in his little room, I was shocked at. But still, yeah. like, yeah, the the shots that I saw, like his lighting features alone were like insane. It's, it, it's just, and like he he spent the past he spent the past year making it, and. As we all know, I kind of have an aversion to like COVID era media, right? Because it's like a lot of times it it has so much to do with COVID. But the cool, like the coolest thing about this is it doesn't it doesn't mention like COVID at all, right? It's kind of like it, it it mentions the fact that we were in lockdown and that we were all inside our you know or we were all supposed to be inside of our houses. Um, <laughs> Uh, and some of you, but <laughs> you untamed wild childs out there were running. Yeah, amok you, and- you feral, you feral ch- forest children <laughs> decided to. Um, but it was like a retrospective of the past year that put everything that I was feeling over, you know, when the pandemic started, uh, when all the stuff with the Black Lives Matter movement was going on this summer. Um, up until probably like when like vaccines started rolling out everything that I was feeling, he kind of, he filmed it and Mm -hmm. he put it on screen and I was like, I, it resonated with me so deeply and I, I, I've now, I've, I don't watch comedy specials again. Like unless I find them like really funny. Like, I mean, I've seen John Mulaney specials a couple of times, 
But I like actively went out of my way. I was like, I want to go watch this again because it was just, yeah. it was that good. Well, man, I think Bo Burnham, love him or hate his stand up, is like the truest of artists. Like he is genuinely talented. I mean, because even Colton, like you were saying, the way he creatively was using the space inside of his house to create. I mean, very literally art on screen. Some of these shots like, are incredible. It's the cinematography alone of this was just insanity for a one literal, a literal like one man show. Mm. Like I think, I think literally in the credits there was one other guy mentioned, and I think it's like he produced they, it. They like they like mentioned his producers and stuff like that, but right. like everything else was done by Bo himself, and he is like uh, he is a product of the YouTube generation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, and it, it shows like he, this is like, this is what happens when like YouTubers finally start taking their art a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. And like, this kind of shows like the Testament of like what they can do. I like, I kid you not. Like I have been like, I don't have the money for it right now, but I'm like, if when I get the money for it, I will probably be getting a tattoo of like one of the lyrics from the songs. Of, of <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, because it, it I, just, like it, it just means it, it, it was just like this feels so like it, it just made me look at myself and like look at like everything that I went through emotionally over the past year. I was just like, it made me like look at it and just be like, man, like that's what like that's what happened. Like that, mm. that's what I went through. I will say the the fans need to literally like slam on the brake, pull the e-brake, cut the steering wheel with what they're doing because I have never seen a movie or piece of media so quickly go from you have to be like not not intelligent to understand it, but it's like mm-hmm. there's literally almost an aspect of you have to be depressed to understand. So like, it's like almost like to truly understand this piece of media, you have to suffer from like severe, like a severe mental illness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's like, I think this does resonate with people that suffer from mental illness because we, we've been, we went through a lot. Over the <laughs> 2020 sucked. Yeah. It's but like also, even people that like, but you know what? It sucked for me and it's not allowed to suck for anybody else. It was my <laughs> suckiness. <laughs> And you just don't right. get it. You don't. Understand. But it's all, it's also like it's it's really blowing up on TikTok right now, and yeah. it's like it it kind of feels like um, they're doing exactly what Bo Burnham was talking about in like kind of the vapidness of social media. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there there is one TikTok that I saw that like kind of pokes fun at that. It's like she's filming herself with like mascara running down her face while the ending song is playing. And then it cuts to her like editing her <laughs> editing her video like in an in an editing <laughs> app before she like throws it up on TikTok. It's like that's exactly what this is. It's like you are editing this like video of you like crying or like being depressed with this Bo Burnham song, but you are still like once the camera cuts, do the tears just stop? Right. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like it you know it it, you know, it it touches on so much. I don't want to go too too much deeper into this, but it's like I it is absolutely worth your time. This it's not for everyone. No, yeah. Um, and if you're def- if you're not if you're it's like if you're not in the right headspace to watch it, I definitely wouldn't because it, it does deal with a lot of like existentialism stuff. But like, I I will also say though, so I watched. I was a big Bo Burnham fan in high school, and then mm. he kind of got like really really inappropriate. So I kind of like backed off a little bit from him. This is nowhere near his like level of what he used to be like inappropriate wise. Like, there's still definitely like there's an entire song about sexting. But it's like, 
it's still like not which ju- which just to be clear because i know my mom listens to this uh i was not um sexing with anyone <laughs> over the pandemic <laughs> just in case you're wondering mom during quarantine i was in fact not sexy i was not sexting but um, also, still, i'm still not uh but guys, daddy daddy quarantine bo burnham though like he i i don't know what it was it was like <laughs> okay i was I like a, sure i'm a straight white male but i was like hey uh, I was like, I'm I said, hold on now. <laughs> just wait one, one second. second. Um, but yeah, like watch this, give it the time, like give it the time it deserves. And that is, uh, that's my rant. I will end it with saying, got it. Good. Now get inside. Mm. Nice. Nice. Oh, so good. Um, I watched, uh, a incredible achievement in animation called spirit untamed, uh, which was Why? the sequel to Spirit. I'm so I'm why? absolutely joking, a hundred percent. I was truly. Con- I was like, Brady, why? Uh, this is the depths I've reached during uh, the the year of our Lord 2021. No, uh, I watched A Quiet Place Part Two. Um, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And if you liked the first one, you will like the second one. Oh, yeah. really? Um, I was really concerned about a sequel. I act- I truly think A Quiet Place is a masterpiece of horror. I think it is a great, 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 great film. Um, mm-hmm. a quiet place part two, I will say probably with the first movie as its standard, didn't quite meet that level, but it is a like solid entry mm-hmm. in the quiet place franchise. They, they definitely ended mm-hmm. this movie kind of on a, like, this is, this is, there's a period at the end of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a great movie. If you, like I said, if you like the first one, you will enjoy this movie. So give it a shot. I will. This is going to be kind of spoilerly, spo- spoilerly, spoilerly. The son is stupid, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's very he's very very stupid. He's not a okay. not a brilliant man. <laughs> okay. I just I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only one feeling that. No. Uh, no, no, Col- no. Yeah. Um. So inside was definitely one of them, and then I watched um Jupiter's Legacy. Um. It's yeah. Okay. You and I talked about this on uh yeah over Discord, and it, it's uh, like uh it's like the in almost like the same vein of Invincible and the Boys almost. Um, a lot less gory, a lot less adult. I was entertained by it. The the like backstory of how they get their powers is like really really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know exactly where I would put it up there. There's definitely parts where I'm like like they definitely blew their budget on something that wasn't the fight mm-hmm. scenes. Like it was very yeah. clear. Like ah, oh, this isn't where your money went. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's an element at the end of like anything like <laughs> the power of friendship can overcome anything and so it's kind of okay. like a little gotcha. tropey but i still i think some of the character design is really cool um so definitely watch that um if you were looking for something superhero-y cool well this brings us to the end of this podcast once again we've got a close every day i i wonder if we'll just keep this thing going forever but no <laughs> No, the fun has to come every to an end. Every day, you wonder. Every, every day. Every morning, I wake up and I wish I was... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was podcasting. <laughs> um, we are Stir the Plot, and we've had a lot of fun here. And if you like the show, show it. Go support us on Patreon. Go, yeah. Uh, we've got some fun bonus content for you there. And if you are not... Uh, you don't have a lot of cash in the bank, you can... The, the freest and bestest way you can help us out is by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. Uh, it helps the show get discovered by other people and just grows our audience to 
immeasurable numbers, an army of plot <laughs> thoughts is what we aspire mm. to. <laughs> and as always, you can reach out at stirtheplot at gmail.com or on our Instagram or Facebook. And thank you once again to 11 Acorn Lane for the use of our theme song, Stay Electro Swing Remix. We love you guys. Y'all are great. um before i do before i before i go into the review um i did also want to say i don't know we're not i don't think we're doing this next week but eventually we are going to be doing a fan question pod yes um so if you want your questions read and answered it can be about movies it can honestly at this point be about anything i don't care (laughs) i am an open book uh send us your questions either on instagram or to our email stir the plot at gmail.com don't you dare Uh, text me if any of you have my number don't you dare text me if you text me i'm blocking you uh (laughs) or it's like or if you if you know us personally you can reach out like in our like in our separate dms yeah Uh, i can't guarantee that any of us will answer but uh probably answer my dms i'll answer (laughs) (laughs) it'll uh, eventually make its way through the grapevine eventually i i am probably the most chronically online out of the three of us so it's like um (laughs) ask ask derek he will fight his way through the mountain forest to get to my uh (laughs) my my cabin in the in atop yes. the mountain yes. and will relay the information to you. Yeah, I am like I am like a Saint Bernard in the snow <laughs> delivering. Yeah, send us your questions. Once we get once we amass enough, we will then do the episode, but not a second sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare come asking for it before it's ready. Uh so it's gotta ferment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's we gotta stew. let it sit. Uh-huh. Uh so this is a this is a section called in review where it is not a review of our show but I go on to a Twitter account called Insane Letterbox Reviews uh and I pull from there <laughs> and get uh, a crate Letterbox if you don't know is a social media site where people can rate movies and give them like a five star rating and just talk about them. Uh it's a lot of pretentious people thinking that they're movie critics but it's also uh a really funny in some parts. Like this one uh, from a movie that came out in 1982. Oh, this review comes from this review comes from Zach Rayman. He is a pro member of Letterbox, so good for you, Zach. <laughs> and Zach said, "An entire generation will call this the Among Us movie." Oh gosh! What is it? Alien? Is uh, is that your guess? Is Alien? It's Alien. Okay, Colton. I. Is it, ter- is it one of the Terminator movie. movies? It's either Terminator. I'm going to go with Terminator or Breakfast Club because it's the only. <laughs> I was so, like, I'm just going to guess Breakfast Club because I don't know movies like specifically from the 1982 era. But So both incredible answers, to be completely honest with you, but they were both uh, incorrect. Really? It is actually John Carpenter's 1982 masterpiece, The Thing. Oh, of course. <laughs> Among Us in real life. Sus. <laughs> Sus. Uh, my name is Brady King, and I saw Derek Vent. <laughs> <laughs> my, na- my name is Derek Fultz, and watch me scan. My name is Colton Hart, and I was in the reactor the whole time. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Tyler. And if you see Sandra Bullock, give her a hug. And kick her out. She's not doing anything but just quoting Taylor Swift lyrics in the chat. <laughs> she, kick her. Vote, vote Brown. Out, kick. Vote Sus. Brown. <laughs> <laughs>